Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of WEI Football Sunday with Gresh, Arcan, and Cadlick is brought to you by Shaw's. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the Red Sox Network. Football Sunday is brought to you by New England Recovery Center in Westboro and by Kubota Tractor and the New England Kubota Tractor Dealers. Time now for WEI Football Sunday with Andy Gresh, Christian Arcand, and Mike Cadlick. Now, WEEI Football Sunday. It is a new season of WEEI Football Sunday, and here we go. We got you until 1 o'clock before we hand it off to NFL Football here on WEEI. Arcand and Mike Cadlick are alongside as well. We will hear from Coach Wiggins coming up at uh, 1048. And guys, why don't we just start with this? And Arcand, I will direct it to to you to start here. Uh, There we go. Now we're all squared away and ready to go. There it is. Somebody took something. Somebody messed with the Johnson rod over there and Stiz (laughs) had to fix it or whatever. But Arcand, bigger story today. Tom Brady coming back or the actual game itself? To me, and I am about as big of a Tom Brady fan as there is, to me it's still the game itself. Tom Brady's already retired one time. I thought his second retirement was kind of dull and depressing sitting on the beach there. Uh, I think there's a little bit of a Tom Brady fatigue, and I also, Gresh, don't think that this is going to be the only thing they do to honor Tom Brady. I think there's going to be a a night for him or something like with Larry Bird. You remember at the Old Garden? Oh, yeah. They had that big Larry Bird night. I think you're probably going to see something bigger and maybe more impressive than and, you know, a pregame video and a little halftime ceremony, which is fine, and you have to do it. But I think that uh, this is going to be the precursor to something bigger. So for that reason, I think the game's more important. Catholic, where you come down on this? I'm with you because it's definitely going to feel rushed. Like, they, they yeah. can't spread out this halftime like they do in the Super Bowl. So it's like the 12 minutes they have, and they're going to rush out a stage and rush it in. But I still think it's Brady because, look, this guy, what he did for not only – the city, the franchise, the region, sports, football. Like, in 10, 5, 10 years, you're not going to remember the fact that Jalen Hurts threw for 300 yards and rushed for 50 and scored five touchdowns. You're going to remember what Brady said, what he said to the fans. Um, 
I'm sure he's going to say something about, you know, why he's not going to indulge completely, but he'll be like, you know, I left for this reason, but it's all about the fan. The place is going to go nuts. I can't wait. It's going to be unreal. Oh, now that, that place is going to go nuts. I, I'm with you. Tom Brady could practically walk out to midfield, <laughs> drop trowel, <laughs> says he hates Belichick yeah. and that he hates the Patriots or whatever. And 75,000 people will be like, oh, they're just going to cheer the hell yeah. out of this guy. And rightfully so. And Arcand, I feel where you're coming down on it because there was a part of me that was like, well, can't we just do the express version of this guy into the Patriots Hall of Fame? Right. But it feels like whatever it is they're going to do, it's going to be separate even from what they've done for guys like John Hanna. Like there's no ring of right. fame where you could look at the numbers that are like kind of right. retired. But, I mean, I think everybody would agree nobody should wear number 12 for no. the Patriots ever again. Like Hog Hanna, great player, all that. Tom Brady's like on another level here. Do we all agree? Tom Brady could be a league-wide retired number. That, that's that a great call. Yeah. Wouldn't shot. That's exactly. I don't right. think they will, but like, right. no, for sure. Could you imagine the Jets having to retire number twelve because <laughs> yeah. of Tom Brady? Like, oh my funny. god! But also in the NFL, there's so many players on the team. Like, you start retiring too many numbers, and all of a sudden, there's not enough numbers to go around when you're trying to field the team. There. Well, and that's so, the thing. It's like yeah. with the ninety-man roster, and I did the UMass game yesterday, and I want to oh, say. By the way. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Jesus. on that one. Good Lord. But I think there's like two number zeros, two threes, two yeah. fours, two fives. And when you start to get into the 90 man roster, you're right. If you retire them. But there are certain people who kind of do deserve that. Now, Arcan, are we going to get the number 12 banner hanging in Gillette by the end of tonight? I'm going to say Yes. Because they have to do something. It can't just be a video, right? It can't just be a video and a bunch of teammates on the field. And my big guess is that Jay-Z is going to come out and rap that song that Brady runs oh, out. Oh, yeah. my God. Kraft and Jay-Z something. are close. They're friends. You That's know, what I want pregame. Give him a Bentley like that, or something. A run out. Yeah. Right? Didn't him and Meek Mill, they got the Robert Kraft a Bentley for his birthday. What yep. do you get for the man who has everything, right? Uh, and so I think that's <laughs> that's on the table. That could happen. They, they have that connection there. But, yeah, I think you'll see something. Something added to the to the stadium of some way maybe it's not going to be a flag but like they'll name something after him the field will be named the Brady Fit something like that there will be his mark will be put on Brady the, on Field Gillette. at Gillette yeah. Stadium can you imagine that like that would almost feel weird in a way I because don't... it's like that yeah like in college I understand it and normally it's connected to somebody who is either really famous and represents the school or comes in and writes a big check Mac Jones for the rest of his career would then have to try and play football on Brady Field every single Sunday at Foxborough, that's not good for him. That but would be amazing, Talking though. about the numbers, too, an interesting point, like number 12, and, like, Belichick doesn't care about all that stuff and retire. Like, I feel like he's just like, yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you see number 11, Tyquan Thornton, 87, who was Gronk, Sokol, Man, wears Sokol it. like Ray, he doesn't yeah. Like, he doesn't do that, but he would never dare touch 12. I kind of agree is that there's sort of the don't cross that line. Yeah. And in part, it's because of, I think, the immense love that Robert Kraft has for Tom right. Brady. And I know it's trite to say, but Bill Parcells and Drew Bledsoe laid the foundation for Brady and Belichick to come in and build a 
multi-billion dollar entity, not just a billion dollar entity. So I could understand why Robert Kraft would have real affection for him. Right. Intelligence that we're receiving from our ground sources, Fourier, uh, <laughs> and uh, guys who would be in the booth is that apparently there is going to be a luxury suite of all luxury suites where there will be pretty much any all the Tom Brady teammates that they can fit in mm-hmm. there, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, jammed up and ready to go for number 12. But I wonder, are they going to line all those people up? Like, whenever it's time for halftime, is it really going to be we're rushing everybody out? I and know. then it looks like the Super Bowl. We're going to push a stage out there. Here comes a million <coughs> former teammates of Tom Brady right. or whatever. They're lapping the field. And then they get into this. They just uh, I'm assuming the halftime's got to be longer, right, Arkan? Like, they got to throw a couple extra minutes on there. You would think so since it's the opener. But I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's a TV thing. You know how these TV broadcasts they it, right? are. They cut them nice and tight. The ads are paid for. Like. Well, it's funny, though, because I do wonder if so this is on this is a fox game right or no, no it's, it's a cbs, CBS game cbs because i wondered about the whole tom brady kind of has this relationship yeah. with fox might they say hey you know on this one let's add three extra minutes to be able to get another minute of inventory or something like that and there then there's the other question of how much is tv going to show of this none I don't think they can, right? No. Patriots.com uh, is going they to carry are, the right. ceremony. And I just read that um, the TV 38, I think, is going to run Patriots fifth quarter. Good That's for them. So they'll them. run it That's afterwards. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. live. Right. So not the live. Patriots, so so again, uh, I give the Patriots credit. They're being crafty here. No <laughs> crafty. pun intended, yeah. but it is. We're going to drive a bunch of people to Patriots.com right. to be able to, uh, to see this ceremony. I got to assume that they told Brady, all right, you got seven minutes, maybe eight, something like that. Um, And if CBS got a little extra B-roll, maybe there'll be some wiggle room there. But I'm sure whatever Brady says, it's going to have to be. I worry more about the people speaking before Brady being able to keep it concise versus Brady tightening it up. From what little direction we've gotten from, like, Patriots PR for this whole thing, they're they're sending us emails about, like, when the kickers and punters are coming back out for warm-ups. So this is not like a – they're not going to extend it, really. I think it's just going to be what you get from TV. And that's why, Arkan, when you mentioned, like, they're going to do another thing, they have to because it's not like they have the leeway to just take a half hour out of, right. you know, a week one game. So whether they do the number retirement today, whether they do his Hall of Fame – like, when, when he gets inducted in the Hall of Fame, I'm sure they'll do, like, the um, like the Larry Bird thing like they did for uh, – well, don't you think if he went into the Patriots Hall of Fame relatively soon, that's going to be one of those are going to have to move in the stadium, right? You're not going to be able to have everybody lined like up on those or stairs yeah. or, or wherever mm-hmm. they just did the construction. I mean, they that they got to move that one in, I would think. I would think so. And you could probably, I don't know, sell that out. 70, could you yeah. get 70,000 people in there Boy, for, a Brady, for a Brady night? Golly, that's a, hell of a, that's a hell of a question. So, like, the Brady I induction. I bet you could. People yeah. would come from all over the place for I, that. I kind of think so. You're And even if they got 50,000 for that, good yeah. Lord. Like, even if he didn't bang the place out, just for Tom Brady to stand up there and get a red jacket. Right. And for people to just slobber all over him, which is what's going to happen tonight. And Arkan's right. This is the first of the slobber fest. <laughs> there, we know there's going to be the Patriots Hall of Fame one, so we can set that aside. Right. But 
uh, you know, and we've been doing, Fourier and I have been doing the 20th anniversary of the 03 team. I love that, by the way. Oh, yeah. thank you. That, that, is very... trem- that is tremendous content. And, uh, Especially when Fourier can't remember his teammates. It's unbelievable <laughs> that he can. They, I, I guess the backup offensive linemen or whatever, like even there were a couple guys where I was like, ooh, I don't remember yeah. that dude. But, <laughs> but next year would be another 20th anniversary of a championship team. And that's a real kind of easy way to kind of bring everybody back kumbaya. Hey, here's Brady once again. Except this time it would be in the Fox booth. Uh, yeah. And the Did, whole Fox booth is going to be expatriate soon anyway. I mean, <laughs> right. seriously. Are you buying, uh, Arcan, that uh, Brady will eventually segue into broadcasting, even though he's you know gallivanting all across the globe? I think so. I think there's no real reason that he wouldn't, except what's this Delta Airlines thing he just started? Where he's like a uh, you know, consultant for right after someone uh, loses their faculties on the on the plane. Now Tom Brady has to come right. in and clean up the uh, literal had poop some show. Leakage in the ninth. <laughs> yeah, they so. said, "What do we do? This is bad publicity. Let's get Tom Brady in here." <laughs> so now that's happening. So I don't know if that'll interfere with it, but uh, I hope not. I'd rather see him in the booth than helping clean poo out of a. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. I, I hope he does go into the booth. And if you're obviously if you're Fox, you want that to happen. But right. I mean, that would probably be one of the next ones. It would be, oh, Tom's coming into town to call the game. What can we do around right. it to kind of take advantage? How of do we it? build up that? Yeah, you know, everything Brady knows about flying planes and being an advisor. That is the <laughs> strangest thing to me that they just poach people to be like a, he's a he's a senior advisor for a, a soccer team in Europe too. Like you just you put the name Brady oh, on something. Yeah, put the name Brady on something, and you're gonna you're gonna drive in revenue somehow. But, I can understand that cat buying into soccer teams and stuff yeah. like that but like as a strategic advisor right. unless it is you know hey we're going to partner with delta and we're going to have uh, cheaper flights now mm, okay right. that would make sense and maybe fox is tied into the delta thing too you know what i think the patriots are also trying to do here is in some ways they're trying to reclaim tom brady does that make sense like he's an owner of the raiders 100%. he played for the bucks he won a championship with another team they're trying to sort of reclaim him as this patriot you know and and sort of uh, hand wave away the ugly exit i think that's a big part of what this ceremony and whatever's happening after this is going to be about yeah and even if brady had left and not won a championship that feels right yeah. where it's the and 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 that very much comes from the the owner like, I don't think, and Kat, like you mentioned it earlier, Belichick isn't exactly the kind of guy who will be like, yeah, we're going to retire 87 or retire 12 or we right. won't give those numbers out. But I think this is, today is as, it, it's funny, if, uh, it for those who are married and who had the big wedding, you understand that if you're the guy, it's not about you. It's about the bride and her family and all the friends and all. That's I, what this feels like. I had a small like. COVID wedding, and I also learned that. Yeah, same yeah there you go. <laughs> it was a small wedding, but I still learned that. Yes. But doesn't that feel <laughs> like this is what this is all about? It's yeah. almost like the, that's a good way of putting it, the reclaiming of Tom Brady. Yeah. But it's almost like a wedding style, whereas it's really about Mr. Kraft today in his reclaiming of Tom Brady. Well, it feels like Kraft buying back a part of the fans, too, because everyone was so mad that, like, in this breakup, he didn't do anything to stop it. He didn't do anything for... Brady left, and he trusted Belichick. And Brady left, and the Pats haven't done relatively anything since then. So he's like, okay, I need to make myself look good now. We're bringing him back. He's going to explain that there was just a mutual parting of ways, whatever you want to call it. And it's not... It was nobody's fault, and yada, yada, yada. We're all kumbaya. That's what this is going to be. And you're right, it is. It feels like more so Kraft buying back Brady 
and not wanting this to this whole rift in, in between them to continue. It is WEI Football Sunday. We are getting you game ready for the 425 kick between the Patriots and the Eagles down at Gillette Stadium. And we are broadcasting from our best yet brand football uh, center. Uh, and of course, we got the uh, we got the injury report coming up as well. We will get you in actives. I know a lot of you. This is the first weekend of fantasy football, so you think the choices should be easy. However, you never know. Maybe a quarterback goes AWOL, like Matt Corral apparently has. Uh, I'm sure we will uh, unpack some of that coming up as well. Coach Wiggins keys to the game at uh, 10:48. Tom Curran is with us at 11 o'clock. The Reverend stops by at 11.25 to break down the Patriots and the Eagles. Uh, We will go through some living your fantasies. Christian Fourier will join us at noon. We'll also go around the NFL and Arcan and I. And uh, if Catholic hangs around, since it's a later game, three picks and a prop, uh, we will get that before you're out of here to be able to give you some gambling picks as well. We will start to get into the Cars for Kids storylines of the game next. But right now, Stiz has got your trending. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Red Sox will try and avoid the sweep today after they lost 13-12 to to the Orioles last night at Fenway Park. The Sox had 23 hits, the most ever in a nine-inning loss. It was also the longest game of the season, clocking in at three hours and 40 minutes. The two teams will run it back for the third and final time today. First pitch at 135. Brian Bayo will take the mound for your Boston Red Sox. He'll be facing Grayson Rodriguez for the Orioles. Will Fleming and Sean McDonough will have the call for you right here on the Shaw's and Star Market, WEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. And Mark Dondero will get you ready for the game starting at 1235 with the Mass Mutual pregame show, Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. And the day has finally come. Week one of the Patriots regular season kicks off today, 425 against the Philadelphia Eagles. Jack Jones and Devontae Parker are out. However, Ramondre Stevenson is expected to play. Don't forget to tune in to the Six Rings postgame show with Fitzy and Hart immediately following the game right here on WEI. The GOAT, Tom Brady, makes his way home to Gillette Stadium today to be honored by the Patriots organization and fans during today's halftime show. Robert Kraft called the honoring, quote, special and unique and said that Brady had flown in 20 of his family members for the celebration. And if you're not at the game to witness the ceremony live, fear not. According to the Patriots, the event will be live streamed on the team's website. You can also tune in on YouTube, Facebook, and X, formerly known as Twitter. Also, don't forget, you can hear the Titans take on the Saints at 1 p.m. on WEI 8.50 a.m. And we'll join the Cowboys at Giants in progress at 10 p.m. right here on WEI. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WE on WEI and WEI.com. More WEI Football Sunday right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back to WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. WEI Football Sunday. It's Gresh. It's Arcan. Cadlick is with us until 11. Uh, Tommy Kern will be aboard at 11. And then the Reverend will be stopping by at uh, 1125 for a deeper breakdown of this game. And, gents, let's get right into that. It is the Cars for Kids storyline of the game brought to you by Cars for Kids. Uh, so how do the Patriots attack this Eagles, uh, Eagles defense, Christian? I know, uh, in listening to, uh, a little bit of some of your thoughts on, uh, Jones and Mego, uh, you're of the come out and try to run the ball against this Eagles team. Yeah. I think that's the, that's what the Patriots do. Well, that's what I feel the most confident with them in terms of their offensive line. And we'll see when the inactives come out, who's actually even playing on that offensive line. But in the event that on when there and that Andrews is there, I think it's a stronger pass, uh, or excuse me, stronger run blocking group than a pass rushing group. Not to mention the fact you're going against the toughest pass rush in the NFL, a historically good one last year. And they got better, I think in the off season. So I think that, uh, trying to drop back and throw against those guys is going to be a tough ask of Mac Jones even with the new coaches I don't think you really have those kind of playmakers so I think and we know that Mac likes the uh, short game he said so last year I think over and over again love the short game the short game's great he was screaming that at Matt Patricia (laughs) several times if you remember Uh, so I think that's probably what you're going to have to do I'd like to see him go out there and try and air it out and try and test some of those uh, new guys in the secondary but I just don't think he's going to have enough time so I'm saying run the ball keep it away from that offense and uh, try and work the clock. I'm with you. Run the ball. Um, when you do throw, get the ball out quick because you're not going to have much time against, like you said, that uh, dominant defensive pass rush uh, from the Eagles. Like 70 sacks last year. I think they were only one of four teams yeah. in NFL history to do it. Um, you talk about Mac getting the ball out quick. Bill O'Brien's whole thing is, you know, pre-snap, find your matchups. I know Devontae Parker's not going to play. That's according to Jeff Howe, so they're going to have two young guys, Booty, Douglas, in the game at receiver probably, so uh, you're not going to be able to drop back, and you know I don't expect them to be able to run like a a corner route and beat a guy like Darius Darius Slay or James Bradbury because they're just they're too young. So it's going to be get the ball out quick and use Ramondre and Zeke 
and just run the crap out of the ball. Now you've hit on something that I want to get into, and that's Ramondre and Zeke. Right. Because I thought they were going to be a big part of this game plan to begin with, and I do think the Patriots will try to run it. Yeah. There's two things involved in that. One, obviously the makeup of the O-line, but number two, who's the sick guy that you can pick on? Who's the guy on that Eagles defensive line where it's, all right, we find him, it's going to be okay. I think Jalen Carter, Mm -hmm. if you're going to attack a guy like that, or if say you're going to test him, this is the game to do it. Right. First game out, there'll be jitters. He'll make some mistakes. They rotate those defensive line. But who's the guy that they're going to kind of try to pick on up front to figure out where they want to run the ball and I think we're about to get a heavy dose of these running backs, yeah. and even more than just in the run game. Motion them out, spread the on the field together too. Twenty-one no. personnel. Yes, yeah. thank you. And that's where Gasecki now right. becomes a very interesting kind of matchup piece if you put those running backs on 100%. the field. And that's where I wonder is where is it? Bill O'Brien will have something cooked up for the Eagles defense. Oh yeah, but is it more of the? Hey, like our Candace thinking and what maybe you're thinking, Catholic, let's come out. Let's try to be big and physical and run it. Or is it going to be, nah, we're just going to go short all the time. We'll work them in the flats. Then we'll kind of take off from there. Because I don't think losing Parker is that big a deal. Uh, I know. It, it's it's the rotation of guys, right? Because Juju yeah. would be in the slot should Parker be there. And then now he's probably going to kick outside. And then, again, you have the young guys coming in. So it's like. Our young guys versus their young guys. You mentioned attacking Jalen Carter, which I think is probably a good idea because at least, yeah, he is a top 10 pick and he probably would have been the number one overall pick if it weren't for the off-field stuff. But it's still his first game. You talk about experience on the offensive line. David Andrews, Mike Unwenu, they can block him up, run the ball with them. And, yeah, I just think um, keep the ball out of Philly's hands is, I think, what you have to do. So whether it's running the ball, whether it's throwing it short, just – Run the crap out of the clock and don't uh, don't give it back to them and just hold on to the football. Yeah, and don't turn it over. Right, you know, really, don't turn it over. Which There's some Max ball problem. hawks in that yeah. secondary. Mm-hmm. Max, you know, had some problems fumbling, and right. that's a pass rush that'll get right in your kitchen. So, you know, that's a really important thing that they got to do. Now, I wonder, is it too early to bust out a gadget player too? Right, you have an aggressive defense that's going to be really coming at you. Is it too early to start thinking about you know getting Marcus Jones out there or somebody like that? You love Marcus Jones. I huh? do love Marcus <laughs> Jones. I think Marcus Jones is going to be a household name by the end of yeah. the season, like around the league. But that's that's neither here nor there. Wow, that's a bold statement. It is. Cotton. I think he <laughs> might. I think he might sell the most jerseys out of anybody on the team this year. Wow. Marcus Jones. Watch. Wow, you watch. I I will predict <laughs> this. He doesn't get an offensive snap this year. You don't think so? Oh no! I not don't think, one. No, not yeah, what, one. Yeah, one last year and he scored a touchdown. Yeah, I know. So. I know. <laughs> well, they. I'm with you because they should use it if they have it, especially with Parker out and with other guys down. Like their offensive weapons. Yeah, they improved a little bit with Juju over Myers, in my opinion, but they still don't have that guy. So if they they start to you know hit a wall and up you know they're not able to bust a play open, then why not throw Marcus Jones in the? You mix? know, it's interesting. Do you consider Marcus Jones a gadget guy or like the touchdown that he scored? That was one of the rare times Matt Patricia drew up a play that yeah. actually yeah. worked, and it didn't feel gadgety because as you guys are talking about it, I'm thinking it's like a bubble screen, right? Yeah, yeah. that's all it was. Right. It's a bubble screen. And he made somebody miss, right. which is that's what they got, gave it to him like a kick returner. That's Just everybody go. got excited for is right. that he had wiggle and he made people miss. I guess the question is. If you were to gadget it up, who becomes the guy that runs that play? 
Because, like you said, you'll have two rookie wide receivers, right? Malik Mania. Okay, yeah. You know what? Yeah, well, that whole mess. <laughs> no, but that whole mess in terms of quarterback, because, yeah. Cadillac, you're on the beat. What the hell happened with Matt Corral? Is he, like, MIA? What's the deal? Nobody knows. AWOL. He apparently, so when we were there Friday, he wasn't there. He didn't show up. Before practice, when we spoke to Bill, he said that they had a decision to make on their backup quarterback situation between Corral and Zappi. So when he wasn't there, we were all like, oh, he probably just got cut. And that's what Bill was telling us. Zappi then gets signed to the active roster on Saturday. They It's reported that Corral is released. And then like three hours later, it comes out on the wire that he wasn't released, but he was put on the uh, – did not show up list or something. It, that that's the. There's got to be there an is official. A, it's the reserve reserve slash left squad list is what it is, and what it does is allow the Patriots to open up a roster spot without full on releasing him, and it basically means that he didn't show up. Hmm. So it was on his accord and not the team's. Did you know there was an exempt left squad list? No, I had no. Idea. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I didn't okay. because the first thing I thought of was. Oh, wait a minute. It frees up a roster spot? Yeah. Like, it makes me wonder if Matt Corral will, like, walk out of the woods like a Yeti on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. And they'll be like, oh, he's been in the woods the whole time. <laughs> right. He went to the Revs facility. He got lost. <laughs> like, because it frees up the roster exactly. spot. Which really eliminates the problem for the Patriots in a way. The other, uh, I don't want to call it a storyline. The other wrinkle to this is that in the past, he has opened up about, like, depression and mental health uh, issues before. Um, so you wonder basically if he's okay and like did not They're just like leave leave the team and is like done with football and doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, but you're right. You wonder too if it's another. So an interesting part outside of the um, the Matt Corral thing with the emergency quarterback uh, rule that came down after rosters came out, where they now said that your emergency quarterback and your number two have to be on the active roster. Right. I wonder if this. One of the things that came to mind is if this is Bill just playing dirty back to the league. And it's like, okay, Matt Corral, you leave on your own. Then you can we can sign Zappy. We don't fill a roster spot with you. And then you come back this week like nothing's wrong. That would, that be, would be interesting. That would be bizarre, it wouldn't would it? Bizarre. Even for the Patriots, it would be bizarre. Yeah, and to do that with a guy who, as you said, is exactly. had a mental head, that's a little cheap. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, cheap, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. But, I mean, I'd, <laughs> listen, I don't understand why they, yeah, right. I don't understand why they jumped on the guy anyway. I get it. The Corral was a middle-round pick, and they liked him. And mm-hmm. But for him to hold down a roster spot right, right now, basically, that felt odd to me. I didn't like it either because I sort of figured if you're not going to go with Bailey Zappi, then why bring in another guy who's about Zappi's age and, you know, sort of close to It's not like he has experience around the league that he can share with Mac Jones and sort of help him out that way like a veteran might. You're basically just replacing him with another Bailey Zappi, and I thought the whole point was, well, since Zappi's not competing, we'll put him on waivers and we'll have him on the practice squad, and that'll be that. If you need another uh, backup quarterback, why not bring in somebody who can provide something that maybe Zappi or Corral, one of these other guys, can't just for being so young? And and you had two guys that you liked, and I get the hoarding of assets i do but the fact that it was a waiver claim yeah. and that they took this guy and plopped him on the roster it did kind of uh it did kind of feel odd from the very beginning it is 10 33 it is weei football sunday we are getting you ready for a kickoff at one o'clock those slated games and then at 4 25 it is the patriots taking on the philadelphia eagles uh i've asked a lot of people this so i want to run it by you guys both coordinators for Philadelphia have changed in the offseason. 
Big deal, no big deal going into this one, Arcan. Um, on the offensive side, I say it's not a big deal because they just promoted their quarterback's coach, and he was already in there, and it was sort of, you know, just a... I don't know. I mean, it was you don't want to lose anybody, but they did uh, bump up someone who was working underneath him. It's not like they, I don't know, asked an old defensive coordinator to be their offensive <laughs> That's coordinator right, yeah. this year or something like that. On defense, it may be a bit different. Um, that that may end up being uh, more of an issue for them. But they do have that kind of front that you just sort of wind up and go. Like, how do you screw up a front like that? Unless this guy's the worst defensive coordinator of all time, I think they'll be okay. It's more. So I say no big deal. I, I think, think so. it's the back end. But I'm I'm with you that if there is one side of the ball that it's going to effect it's going to be defense first because every defensive coordinator i don't think offensive coordinators are as prideful of the i'm gonna put my stamp on this here damn thing defensive guys lean that way yeah but jonathan gannon was the guy there and it's have you seen what he's doing in arizona yeah he He is is foolish he's a weird dude like seriously so i think he just got promoted because you guys ride the bus or what (laughs) yeah so like (laughs) like what are they really losing in him he was there like you said he just saw all these dudes and was like just rush the passer we'll defend in the back end and just we're gonna cook with gas and what we have so he leaves you plug another guy in there in my opinion, that Philly defense, it's all about the guys there and not necessarily the scheme. Like, it's not that the scheme isn't doing anything, but they just have guys that they can just pin their ears back and go. So, like, it's it's relatively easy, I feel like, to just, you know, run that defense. All right, so then there's the other side. The Patriots defense dealing with the Philadelphia offense. And Philadelphia has that QB push play. Do we think this staff, led by Belichick, has come up with something for that, or is that play indefensible? I think it's indefensible. Why? Because Jalen Hurts squats 600 pounds, and he just has to (laughs) run behind everyone, and they throw two backs behind him and just shove him. And it's just my guys against your guys. I feel like there's no way to, like, defend it other than having bigger dudes than the other team. And I just think Philly is A-plus at that with their tight end, obviously, like I said, their quarterback, their backs, uh, the guys up front, Jason Kelsey, whoever else is in in the middle, Brandon Graham. Like, they just go. And it's, it, I think it's indefensible. Yeah, the Patriots still had Ted Washington and Richard Seymour right. up front there than maybe, but Vince. I don't, I don't know if Devon Godchow and Lawrence Guy are up for the. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know what it is too. It's not that those guys are, aren't good players, but, but you know, no one can stop that. Right. I also wonder sort of how they will line up to try to defend it. Because in an era in the game where, like, if long snappers put their heads down, you can't kill those guys anymore. Like, right. poor Diossi. Mm. You know, when Steve Diossi was long snapping, they could just bowl you over, and right. it was almost unfair. They take stuff like that out of the game, yet you're essentially allowing a four-on-one play with this QB push because it's the center of the quarterback and then the two guys pushing. So do you try to fill the gaps? Do you take Jawan Bentley and have him push Devon Godshaw's big butt right up <laughs> right. in there too. Like, like I, I, I'm just trying to. Somebody in this league is going to come up with something to try to throw that play off. I just don't know what it is. I don't know whether you line everyone head up. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you try to play the gaps. I don't know whether you just have a linebacker just on on the just old run. proverbial <laughs> suicide mission just running through and trying to bust it up get Jamie Collins to jump over and yeah. tackle him yeah dude. oh my god that's not, you can't do that anymore right I don't think so didn't they ban that uh they did you you're not allowed jump to jump center. anymore yeah. yeah even if you Man, are that was cool when Collins did that it was it? so awesome <laughs> yeah, and then they took it away Shane McClellan did it too <laughs> right on like a, a field goal block I remember <laughs> I think so yeah uh, uh Jamie Collins I do believe uh, someone that I know I think was on a flight with him up here so uh, amongst everybody's the, here it feels like everybody's here yeah I don't know how wow. they're going to get him in one luxury suite. No. I really don't. 
The one against the biggest. defensive players too, not just. I thought maybe they bring down everyone who ever caught a touchdown from Brady yeah. or something like that. They're gonna have Jamie Collins there. They're really opening up the Rolodex, huh? Okay, Jamie Collins. <laughs> Ty Law, Kevin Falk, I know are here. Yeah. Besides, I mean, there's going to be so much more. You know, Edelman and Gronk will be here. Well, yeah, they're working. Aren't yeah, they? they're working. Yeah, actually. they're working. Yeah, that's which tough. I can't believe they're actually saying that, that Julian Edelman is doing NFL pregame yeah. stuff. Was he gonna sit there and do his ooh, it's burrito out there? <laughs> like, oh my god, he's just cornball. He's just, I he mean, is. he is cornball all the way. At least he can speak, unlike well, that Rob is Gronkowski. True. <laughs> yeah. What, Shane Spikeman didn't do it for you? Shane Spikeman, <laughs> rabble me homes. Rabble me homes, yeah, that that's pretty good. Uh, what else on the Philly uh, offense? How do you go about picking your poison? Because you know the wide... Re- I've always had a theory on number one wide receivers. Hold them to under 100, don't let them in the end zone. Mm-hmm. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. It's just yards, and then we can try to bow up. But you also have the tight end in Dallas Goddard. You not only have two wide receivers, you got the dude that they signed from uh, Atlanta now in the slot as well. Mm-hmm. And we know that they will try to run the ball. If you allow them to run the ball, they'll run the ball. But then there's also that, okay, how much do you let them do it? So it slows their pace down and keeps them from chucking it to the guys on the outside. So what gives here? I think you beat them up. I think you go old school Patriots, Eugene Wilson, Tyla. Tyla is going to be in the building. Beat those guys up. You said it. They have uh, Quez Walker, I think, is their yeah, slot receiver. Quez Watkins. After yeah. that, or Watkins. After yeah. that, they got nothing. I mean, really, after that, they are uh, they are very light at wide receiver. You go out there and you get physical with a little, you know, d- d- wisp like Devontae Smith, uh, and you know, try and get tight. AJ Brown's a big tough guy, but you got some tough guys in your secondary too. Uh, Gonzalez is supposed to be a big physical uh, corner. Let's see him go out there and uh, and and push him around a little bit. That's the matchup I have my eye on today is Gonzalez versus A.J. Brown. I think that's the only thing you can do against this team. I know, but you talk because you talk about when they when they face off against uh, the Dolphins, a lot of times John Jones is able to take away Tyreek Hill. He did mm-hmm. it against the Chiefs as well, which it's crazy to say that John Jones wipes out Tyreek Hill, but he's done it a couple times. You put him on Devontae Smith, then all you have to worry about, and Duggar on Duggar slash Mills on uh, Goddard, I yep. think that's a good matchup, but then you just worry about... Uh, Gonzalez on AJ Brown, and that's a tough matchup because, yeah, he is he's six two. He's supposed to be this big physical corner, but AJ Brown was just an All Pro last year. He's like six four two something. Like he's a big dude. That's going to be an interesting matchup to watch. I, I, I want to see if he can handle. It's it. funny that you bring you guys bring up Gonzalez because I was wondering, do they put him on Devonte Smith and leave that be the one on one, and then you can kind of roll coverage help. Because, Maybe. you know, this is where, and look, Jack Jones is going to be out of this one. Yeah. So, mm. you know, I are, he's four games. John ago. Jones yeah. uh, has got to step up and, and be able to give you big minutes. And, it, you know, how does uh, Marcus Jones factor right. into all of this as well? Because, look, Miles Bryant, nice little player, but come on now. You don't want him out there every single time. T- 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 third down, I'll live with him. But, right. yeah, that's about it. Uh, and the Eagles did sign that uh, Z- Zacchaeus, what's his name? Oh, from o- Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah, 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 from Atlanta. Okay. And that's the guy that I think they're thinking of, of maybe okay. rolling okay. out there. Is he? I think he caught like 41 balls in Atlanta last year, which is really like catching 65 in a real offense, <laughs> yeah, right. considering the way that uh, that they were run. Yeah, well, now that's too. Marcus Jones is going to turn into your slot guy because you don't have Jack Jones here, and so John Jones has to bump out, and then you it's just it's another trickle-down, like the offensive line, 
Um, it's just it's a house of cards out there on the cornerback. And there still is the Jalen Mills matchup possibility at safety where we know he can drop down and cover somebody right. if need be. And I've always had this kind of working theory that Belichick has always wanted two things. A player like a Kyle Duggar who has like linebacker size but is a safety and can run. And then there is the matchup free safety. Right. Because going back to that 03 years, since we've been talking about that, and Arkane, you mentioned Eugene Wilson. That was a guy who had corner skills that right. you could drop down and let him cover. So I wonder if there's going to be a little bit of that kind of give and take that you used to have with Rodney and Eugene, having that with this group of safeties and then Jalen Mills dropping in there. A lot of their guys in their secondary, are uh, they can play all over the formation. So and J- Jabril Pepper said it like yep. every time we spoke to him this preseason. We're just going to spin the dial. Everyone's going to line up everywhere. Mapu can play in the box. He can probably play a little bit of free safety if you want him to because he's fast as, fast as hell. Uh, John Jones plays inside, outside, some safety. Mills can come up and down. Like They're just going to spin it and make uh, make Hurts diagnose what they're going to do. So I feel like that's a, a sneaky thing that they can try and beat this offense with as well. Third and 10, you bring in heat against uh, Jalen Hurts. I know there's the worry of him squirting out of the pocket, but has he proved himself enough as a passer in your mind, Arkan, that they shouldn't be bringing heat on long down and distances? Um, he has proven himself. I do think he's last year sort of erased a lot of people's doubts, mine in particular, about what kind of passer he really is. But that being said, I still think you have to bring some heat on him. I don't think you can let him stand back there and not just let him stand back there, but let those guys get open for that long. Bingo. You got to make yeah. them uh, go through. You have to make them uh, go faster. Those progressions. When you mentioned the physicality to me that's got to be a part of it you got to take some chances in trying to get after him from the uh, physical end there's some of your cars for kids storylines of the game up next oh boy are we gonna have some fun because coach wiggins before he walked out the door on friday left us his three keys to the game now i don't know if we're going to be chuckling at these (laughs) or if we're going to be co-signing on these but we'll find out next on weei football sunday Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Biggie. It's Coach Wiggins walking down the hall. You can see. It's not quite like the tuba guy from Family Guy, but it still works. It is WEI Football Sunday. Gresh Arcan Cadillac here with you. Stiz with the great uh, music. He's got you uh, updated in trending. Tom E. Curran will be with us in 10 minutes. He of NBC Sports Boston. All right, so we're going to try a little something here this year because Wiggy was always a part of this show, and he would roll out his whatnot. And now Coach Wiggins is on to, uh, well, being a coach now. So Grinding tape right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. there's a lot, to, a lot of tape to grind, apparently, <laughs> after uh, what happened on Friday. on Friday night. Good grief. But uh, so uh, we'll just go with these individually, and uh, I know we're going to react the way we react because it is Wiggy, but... 
Coach Wiggins' keys to the game. Here's Coach Wiggy here. Yep. My three keys to Patriots Eagles. Number one, make sure you protect Mac Jones. All right. Pretty simple one, right? Yeah, not a, not an easy task, but one that I think they're going to have to give some extra attention to. I think keeping running backs in the in the secondary to block and putting extra tight ends on the line, all that sort of stuff you're going to see today. Does uh, on when who play right tackle or right guard today? I, I would think guard. I dude. think he's going to be a guard. Yeah. I think they're going to roll Calvin Anderson in a tackle, and once he gets winded or gassed, because, again, he hasn't practiced. He hasn't been there for training camp. He was on the NFI. He's back now. I think they'll start with him, rotate someone else in there, but I think they'll uh, stick it down with them. The kid Love, who they got from yeah. uh, the uh, Minnesota, I wonder if he might factor in at some right. point. He had only worked on the left side uh, because I, I threw out the other day. Imagine if you – had someone you could trust at left tackle and the right side was Trent Brown and Mike Onwenu. Arkan, you were talking about beef and moving people around? Seriously. That is, that's an extra platter And that's where Trent Brown belongs, too, by the way, assuming that he's not flopping around like he did last year with those cut blocks. Uh, That's where he belongs, and that's what he's getting paid to be, too. He's getting paid to be a right tackle. They're not giving him left tackle money. I don't like this being, you know, pinching pennies on the O-line, especially week one against a pass rush like this one. I think this is where you're going to see it really... uh, uh, not look good for them. But I still think he's your best and most reliable tackle. You're going to want That's him true. on his blind side. So. Uh, all right, let's get to number two. Number two, you got to find an explosive playmaker on offense. Who has the best chance to bust out as the explosive playmaker on offense? I'm going to say Kendrick Bourne. I think this is a big Kendrick Bourne day. Uh, with Parker not playing, I think that's going to expand his role a little bit. Uh, he's probably the guy that has the most chemistry with Mac Jones. He did have some big plays over the last two years in the rare instance you ever saw him on the field since he got in the doghouse so quickly last year. But I think he also bulked up a lot in the offseason. I'm, I'm looking for 84. Kendrick Bourne's my guy. Keep your eye on Demario Douglas. I think Pop Douglas is going to have a role in this offense almost immediately, especially with Parker out. I know that, you know, Bourne looks to be the number one today, but that's exactly what he is. He's going to command number one coverage. Look for Pop Douglas in the slot because they hit him throughout the preseason. I think they want to use him a lot in his shiftiness. In this yeah, I had Pop Douglas a couple times in college, and yeah. he has a very sort of nuanced way of running routes. He knows when to settle down. Yep. He knows when to slow down a little bit. You could tell he was around a good offensive mind in Hugh Freeze yeah. when he was down there at Liberty. All right, last one, Wiggs. And number three, you got to be able to stop the run of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's from the coach. There we go. How about that? All right, so, but who is the key runner for Philadelphia? When they say stop the run, yes, it is a concept, but who's the guy that can't kill you? A lot of people go to Hurts, but nobody talks about their running backs, it feels like. That's true, although they did get uh, Swift from the Lions, who was very good last yep. year and is a, a strong runner. We'll see how he works in this system. I think losing Sanders was maybe a bigger loss than people are giving credit for for this Eagles offense. He was a big part of what made that offense go and what opened up the play action and everything else. I think Swift will probably be able to stand in there. They also signed... Uh, uh, Penny and yep. um, uh, yep. who else do they have? Uh, Gainwell, I so think. So they, they listed yeah. four running backs as their starting running back. And whether you want to look into depth charts or not, um, Sirianni said they're going to run all four. And it's Swift, it's Rashad Penny, 
uh, Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott. Kenny Gainwell is not a bad little player. Yeah, I, I did Shifty. some stuff uh, with the American Athletic Conference and seeing him at Memphis, and there was a thought that if he stayed in school, he might have been award worthy. But it was like three years and out for him. Yeah. He was like, yo. Enough hot chicken. Let me go get <laughs> yeah. paid now and get the uh, get the heck out of uh, Memphis. Catholic prediction. I know you're out of here. You're heading to Gillette. Uh, yep. Prediction today. I'm going to go 27-21 Eagles. Woo! I think the Pats keep it close. I think if you're uh, talking gambling, I think it'll go over because I think both teams are going to score some points. Pats can get uh, three in the end zone, uh, but I think they keep it close, but I think Philly comes out on top. Of Total that. at last check is still sitting at 45, okay. so that would make sense. Yeah. Get into the get in the 20s, and uh, you're feeling pretty good. You also uh, read my Catholic on WEEI.com. Are you doing six rings tonight, or how's that working? I might do a spot on six rings, but it's mostly Fitzy and Hart tonight, so I'll All be right. here on game day and with them a little bit. Tonight. All right, very good. Yep. All right, Catholic, have fun today. Thanks, See you, guys. Mike. Arkan and I will keep uh, rolling along. Tom E. Curry of NBC Sports Boston joins us next on WEEI Football Sunday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.